What a difficult, tense, beautiful, sacred season we have lived together over the course of these last four to five weeks. It's a strange way of presenting it as well. How is it that we found ourselves living together in harmony in a season where a pandemic has physically removed us from one another's presence? It is only the grace of God that has made it so. It is the spring of 2020. COVID-19 has taken us and put us in uh, various corners throughout the Richmond metropolitan area. We are not physically in proximity, and yet, by the grace of God, we have found ourselves worshiping together, caring for one another, loving God, and in turn, loving neighbor in very deliberate ways. Only God could do that. It's been over a month since I last shared with the congregation an update of much substance where we just give you a big picture of what's been happening in the life of the church, what God has been doing and projecting what we think God might be preparing us for in the upcoming days. This is a podcast series that will last throughout the week ahead in short little snippets where I will be giving you um, basic updates in major categories as it relates to church life, as it relates to caregiving, as it relates to um, love of neighbor. Thanks for joining. Really glad you're here. Hello friends, this is Sterling Severns, pastor of Tabernacle Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia. Welcome all. Today I wanted to speak just briefly about the current financial status of the church. We're getting a good handful of folks that are reaching out to us asking how things are going. Before I get into that, I want to let you know that it is our full intention to abide by the governor of Virginia's uh, statement that no large gatherings should take place, that we should shelter in place through June 10th of 2020. I also want you to know that uh, we, the key leadership of the church, are doing everything in our power to not only continue to guide through this present moment, but we're doing due diligence and thinking through what post stay in, you know, uh, shelter in place looks like, and that, that involves multiple scenarios. And so inevitably all, all institutions, all businesses, all households are going to be struggling financially in this upcoming stretch. And so we are doing due diligence. We're doing the best that we can, as, as I've already shared with you, to look at energy efficiency in the building we're looking at um, proactively uh, working with heating and air conditioning and where we can uh, do cost savings related to the physical structure of the building. And Vincent and Building and Grounds are doing a great job with that. Uh, the finance team is up and running. You may remember that in late March, we voted on our new finance team that are collectively serving in that treasurer role. The nominating committee will continue to pray about and look for somebody to officially fill the role of treasurer, but 
Um, I think there, there could be tremendous strength to the idea of there being four people working alongside Hope Cutchins and the administrative board rather than just the primary uh, in this unique season. And so we are indebted again to the finance team. It's an example of God you know, working creatively with us in a season preceding the next one. And uh, often it's, it's only in hindsight that we realize that God is using the present, using us in the present moment as we are needed, but inevitably preparing us for what is next. And uh, I am constantly amazed by that. So uh, the finance team is in place and doing well. Hope is doing a phenomenal job. She's driving into the church to gather checks that are sent in that are coming by way of your generosity in addition to the generosity of community members in the city, as well as folks that we've never met before. It is amazing how God is continuing to provide. Um, I, I'm, I've already shared with you that Kristen O'Sullivan and Hope Cutchins in particular, but certainly others, work tirelessly to get in the, um, the official paperwork for the CARES Act, and uh, we are awaiting news on that. We will be sure to share it with you when it's official. Just follow it in the news, and, and you'll learn about it because it's all the talk right now. Uh, but we are really hoping that that will come through. That's going to offer salary assistance for all employees um, in the child care center ministry, in addition to the support staff and pastoral staff um, of Tabernacle Baptist Church. That's, um, that's basically just helping the church pay salaries, and that's connected to an eight-week time period. So it could be a, a sizable amount of um, income that could come in for the church. Please be praying about that. Uh, we are waiting. Uh, the row houses are continuing forward, uh, you know, through your, through your amazing generosity several years ago now, it was back in, I guess, 2014, the church made this commitment that we were going to um, begin to rehabilitate the building. And, and I won't get into the long story of the row houses because it really is a miraculous story, but it's a long one. But you'll remember it was a couple of years ago that we completely changed directions on where we were thought we were going with those two row houses uh, that we've had in our possession for a long, long time. And the renovation of those houses and conversion of those houses into four apartments should be complete in early summer. Everything has moved forward, whereas um, many things uh, related to business have been paused. This is not an example of something that has been paused because it's construction oriented. And so things are going very well with the row houses. And the hope is, is that when they're completed, we will be able to find renters that will go into those house, into those apartments as soon as possible. That said, in this current climate, there's just no way to project into the future, the near future or distant future, what things are going to look like as far as uh, recovery of the economy and the rental market. And so uh, we would ask that you be praying about this with us. This is a big deal. We borrowed $400,000 um, from uh, the Virginia Baptist Foundation, and it, that is an amazingly uh, ministry-focused um, group of individuals that the sole intent or the sole design of that group is to essentially help congregations um, develop physical property that helps them minister better. And so, you know, they're going to be working with us, inevitably giving us grace, and we are inevitably going to make wise decisions through good discernment. That decision will involve all of us. 
Uh, and I guess that this is a good uh, lead-in to say that this coming Tuesday, uh, the administrative board will gather for their regular monthly meeting. When they gather for that meeting, they're going to uh, we're, we're basically going to meet all together for a very brief time in a Zoom. Uh, and then we're going to use this really nifty feature in Zoom called breakout rooms. And we're essentially going to have three different groupings go into three different spaces. We're going to call them subgroups. And what these subgroups are going to do is they're going to begin talking about some very time-sensitive, important things related to finances and the church. Uh, when I say that, um, you need to know that it is a brainstorming group. I'm using that word very intentionally. It's not necessarily a group that's going to be making decisions as much as they're trying to figure out who do we need at the table in order to guide this process along. And the three subgroups uh, that will be formed this coming Tuesday that will be asking that question include... One, a group that's going to be looking at the fiscal year. You may remember that at the end of last year, we had talked about shifting the fiscal year to maybe beginning in September. It just always seems uh, so frantic and crazy that we're trying to get a budget together and do so many things at the end of the year. Uh, we're talking out of one side of our mouths when we say it's Advent. This is the season to rest and prepare for the birth of the Christ child and do as little church business as possible so that we can really focus on the important inner work of spirituality in that season of anticipation and waiting um, and preparation. And then on the other side of our mouth, we're saying, we had a hurry, we've got to get leaders nominated for next year and we've got to get the budget in place. And so it becomes this mad dash to the finish. And so we'd said, well, maybe next year we'll change our fiscal year. Well, We've been in that conversation, but we're at the point now where we've got to decide pretty soon if we're going to pursue that, believe it or not, for 2021. If we're going to, we got to get on it. If we're not going to, we have the blessing of time uh, because we won't, realistically, we won't be able to take action. And so there's going to be a subgroup talking about this. Um, it, you know, the big question that they've got to ask themselves is in the middle of this COVID-19 crisis, does this make sense? And the answer may be yes, maybe no, I don't, I don't know. But please be praying for that group. A second group's gonna be talking about the row houses. Um, and th this is the gist of it. We need to determine as a congregation, and the congregation at large will be the one that would be making this decision, um, likely at our April 26th business meeting, how do we feel about holding on to debt a little bit longer versus paying off the debt as soon as we possibly can? Obviously, the longer that we're sitting on the debt from that loan, the more interest we're paying. Uh, there are also some tax implications, why we, why we technically have a mortgage. Um, and at the same time, uh, if we know that um, we're in for a pretty difficult financial stretch, does it make sense to take any income that comes into the church, including the row houses, and use it to just kind of sure things up to continue moving things forward? Um, that's a big decision. And so there's going to be a group of folks that gets together and meets next Tuesday night that specifically is focused on that question. And that will include Bill Wellstead, who's not on the administrative board, but is the one that would be our, our ideal point person in that he is kind of the expert on the loan that we, uh, that we took out with Virginia Baptist Foundation. And it will include some other members of the uh, Renovation and Construction Committee in addition to administrative board folks. The last group that's going to be meeting is going to be talking about uh, basically creating a game plan to reach out to all committee leaders, all team leaders, anybody that's got anything related to money in the life of the church and essentially approach them 
and, and ask for them to gather their groups together, their committees together, and really do uh, some serious spiritual discerning about next steps as it relates to their area of ministry in the life of the church. Um, that's going to be really, really important. Obviously, we're going to need to make some pretty big sacrifices as it relates to programming. Um, you know, I'll just give you an example. We've, we've got a pretty robust summer planned that involves all kinds of camps. Likely, that's not going to be happening. And so uh, we're going ha- to have to be asking some questions uh, about what funds we project might be needed, who's willing to make sacrifices where so that we can then invest in opportunities that surface uh, here in this uncharted territory that we're moving into, um, and these types of things. So this would be a group that would start looking at the budget, and, and um, more, I think more pressing would be looking at who's going to call which leader and, and get that process going. Uh, we are spending as little money as we possibly can right now, um, but at the same time, we're not going to assume a posture of scarcity because we believe in a God that provides. We also believe in a God that calls us to be good stewards and to sacrifice for the greater good. And so this is going to be really important. Now, I'm speaking to a much more sensitive area, but but again, we feel very strongly in being transparent. Uh, there will realistically be a group of deacons. Tim Pohl will be creating a little subgroup of deacons alongside the personnel committee. And that is a group of folks that will be meeting separately because of the sensitive nature of it. And they're going to need to be having some um, important conversation conversation about staff salaries. Um, and in addition to that, they're going to be needing to have um, a, a conversation about the possibility of staff reduction. I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anybody that hears this. I hope it's not. Don't hear that as an inevitable thing by a long shot. But at the same time, Um, responsible leadership always looks forward and does everything um, in in their capability and power to try to not move into a reactionary mode, but rather into a response mode when crisis comes. And so they're going to be looking at all different kinds of things and just looking at different scenarios. And so that's a caveat. That's not a group that will meet next Tuesday. That's a very defined group that will be created in the near future that will be needing to have that conversation and begin talking with staff um, about the possibilities. Um, last but not least, what I want to share with you as it relates to finances that I attended an a, a little bit more than an hour long meeting with FEMA uh, this morning. And uh, there are some possibilities of reimbursement that come for churches that are doing work that they are legally bound to do um, in responding and meeting need with COVID-19 specific related stuff. And I think where that would cross over for us would be our, our potentially, it would be our community ministry area. So we're going to be delving a little bit deeper into that. In addition to that, we've already received a generous grant from the Virginia Baptist Foundation, I mean, from the Virginia Baptist, um, and it has been an amazing gift, and we're beginning to pursue some other grant opportunities that will help us respond to the need. Uh, Tabernacle's good at this. We have giftedness for it. We have a history of it. Uh, we have the facilities for it, and um, by God's grace, we have the people that can use their gifts to actually step into it, and so... We're going to be praying that God will reveal to us what our mission is in the days ahead as it relates to the crisis, and we're going to be praying that God would reveal to us 
people that have resources that can help make it so. So it's the elbow grease, it's the necessary mind power, it's the heart, but it's also the financial resources. Church, you're doing a great job. Please continue to give faithfully. It's so very important that you do. Um, we are certainly uh, in, a, in a position right now where the church is nowhere near a place of desperation, but at the same time, we are definitely in the red. And so please be praying for wisdom and please continue to give generously. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this little financial update. I am beyond grateful. Uh, the next podcast is going to be a very specific podcast speaking about care coordination, what we've done and what we can expect next and our specific request of all the different Sunday school teachers and committee chairs and, and whatnot. And so I hope that you'll cue into that because it's, it's a very, very important thing here in this season of disconnection. Love you all. Hope you have a fantastic rest of the day and look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Blessings.